Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Hello and welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, folks. I am Joey Harris, your host. I hope that you are doing well this week. I have had a busy and productive week. My wife finally went, or I shouldn't say finally, went to the doctor, had a doctor's appointment, and they had to fill some prescriptions for her, so they called some prescriptions in. So I finally got to go to Walmart, pick up a few groceries along with her, prescriptions so we are back in business but other than that I have not gone anywhere I rode a bicycle today for the first time in 28 years maybe 27 years it's been a while and it didn't feel that bad I was a little bit rusty but don't think I embarrassed myself too much on that and we're just making it through another another week of isolation, social distancing, trying to get through just a day at a time, trying to get outside more and more, trying to get more exercise, work on myself, work on some self-improvement projects so that I don't go just stir-crazy here. But this is the podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. Today we are taking a look at Starcade 88 from the NWA and World Championship Wrestling. Starcade 88 True Grit with two T's was the sixth annual Starcade event produced by the National Wrestling Alliance and the first produced by World Championship Wrestling after Ted Turner bought Jim Crockett Promotions and the company became WCW. It took place on December the 26th, 1988 at the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. There were 10,000 people in attendance. And this was a strange time in the world. Um, We had less than a month left of Ronald Reagan's presidency. George H.W. Bush was the president-elect and the current vice president. And we were getting ready to transition into his presidency. And so it was a strange time in the country. And I was just an 11-year-old kid. I had just discovered my love for comic books because my new school that I went to, the kids all were into comic books and kind of starting to get out of comic books as I was starting to get into comic books. So was able to make a lot of really good deals by a couple of comics for 50 cents or a dollar or whatever. Man, did I rack up on some comic books. But that's where I was in December of 1988. Our opening credits highlighting the matches that will be happening on the pay-per-view. Tony Giovanni then welcomes us to Starcade. He and guest host Magnum TA talk about the matches coming up. They then throw it to Jim Ross and Bob Caudle, who will call the action. 
United States Tag Team Championship match. The Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers versus the Varsity Club, Kevin Sullivan and Steve Williams. Fulton and Sullivan start. Fulton uses quickness to try to win early. Quick tags by the Fantastics. Rogers and Williams in. Heels try to slow it down. Double monkey flip on Steve Williams. Williams then presses Fulton, and he is impressive. Fulton goes back to speed. Jim Ross brings up Williams and his Oklahoma career. If you're drinking at home, take a shot. Sullivan in, and he takes on Rogers. Rogers hits a drop kick. Both teams chastised by referee Teddy Long. Rogers gets a two count. Rogers gets the tag to Fulton. Back and forth. Sullivan gets caught up top. Then Rogers gets caught. Williams is just brutalizing Rogers. Sullivan keeps it up. Rogers hits a suplex. Fulton tagged in and gets the sleeper hold on Williams. Fulton goes for the Thez press, but Williams hits a hot shot as he's coming down for the pin. The new United States Tag Team Champions, the Varsity Club. Tony and Magnum talk about the last match and then the other matches coming up. Bob Caldwell and Jim Ross talk about the upcoming match, which is the original Midnight Express, Randy Rose and Dennis Condry, with Paulie Dangerously, versus the Midnight Express, Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton, with Jim Cornette. The teams start to brawl as soon as all four get in. Cornette wants that dangerously. More brawling. Cornette hits Condry with the tennis racket. The Midnight Express double team. Lane gets a two count on Rose. Eaton and Condry have a slugfest. Eaton hits a nice flying elbow. He then hits a bulldog. Eaton is just so good. The original Midnight Express just take a beating. They start to come back. Former partners Eaton and Condry go at it. Cornette goes after dangerously. Eaton hits a nice neck breaker. Rose has a headlock on. Eaton reverses a pile driver attempt. The original Midnight Express cut the ring in half. The original Midnight Express misses the, la- the rocket launcher. Lane tagged in and he cleans house. They all brawl. Dangerously hits Lane with the phone. Cornette hits Dangerously. Long goes to count, but sees the phone. The Midnight Express hit the double goozle for the pin. The original Midnight Express grabbed the phone and the racket and beat the Midnight Express and Cornette. The Midnight Express come back and clean house. Tony talks about the last match. Then Jim Ross and Bob Caudill talk about the last match. They need better pacing on this show, I think. Magnum TA interviews the Varsity Club. Williams says they will always be on top. Mike Rotunda says he's going to beat Rick Steiner like a stupid dog. Speaking of dogs, the Junkyard Dog and Ivan Koloff versus the Russian Assassins 1 and 2 with Paul Jones. Jones must retire and the Russian Assassins must unmask if his team loses. Music dubs USA starting out as JYD and Koloff come out. JYD and Assassin number one start. Number two tagged in and JYD is just dominating. Koloff tagged in. Back and forth. Koloff hits the sickle from the second rope. Number one back in. Sunset flipped by Koloff, but referee Teddy Long is distracted. JYD hits the headbutt on number one, but misses it on number two. JYD ducks a double axe handle. Assassins take over. They go to hit the Russian missile, but JYD moves out of the way. Koloff tagged in. Jones climbs up on the apron. Koloff knocks him out. Koloff hits the sickle again. Russian assassin number two 
puts something in his mask and hits Koloff with it. And then Russian assassin number one pins Ivan Koloff to win. Jim and Bob then recap the night so far. NWA World Television Championship match. Mike Rotunda with Kevin Sullivan versus Rick Steiner. Sullivan is locked in a mini cage and raised above the ring. It takes some time to put Sullivan in. They slug it out to start. Steiner is over with this crowd, man. They love them some Rick Steiner. He strikes early. Rotunda slows it down. Steiner gets a headlock on and keeps it on when Rotunda goes to shoot him off for a big pop from the crowd. Rotunda gets out, but Steiner hits him with a clothesline. Rotunda then rolls out. Back and forth sequence. Rotunda hits a nice belly-to-belly suplex. Steiner hits a crossbody. Rotunda rolls out again. Syracuse sucks chant goes out. Steiner takes a big bump to the outside. Rotunda takes the advantage. Rotunda uses ropes for leverage. Steiner fighting back. Rotunda goes for the pin, but only gets a one count. Rotunda hits a nice clothesline. Steiner gets a sunset flip. He then gets a two count. He then hits a clothesline. Dr. Death Steve Williams comes to ringside. Steiner hits a power slam for two. He goes to pin Rotunda. Williams rings the bell. Steiner thinks he's won. Referee Tommy Young comes down to to confer with referee Teddy Long. Sullivan gets lowered and he's out. The match gets restarted. Sullivan tussles with Tommy Young. Steiner pushes Rotunda into the ropes. Young moves and Rotunda hits Sullivan. Steiner gets the pin. We have a new world television champion, Rick Steiner, and the crowd just goes crazy. Fantastic match. If you're going to watch one match on this show, I recommend this one. It is a great match with a great finish. Tony and Magnum then talk about the last match. NWA United States Championship match. Barry Windham with J.J. Dillon versus Bam Bam Bigelow with Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Slow and methodical to start. Bigelow throws Windham across the ring. Windham with some stiff right hands. Bigelow gets a fireman's carry and slams straight down, hurting Windham's stomach. Bigelow no-sells a side suplex. Back and forth. Windham rolls outside. Bigelow dominates. He hits a drop kick that knocks Wyndham down and out. Back in, Bigelow gets a two count. Wyndham fights back. Bigelow gets thrown out and injures his knee. Bigelow hits his over-the-top splash. Gets up before the three count. Bigelow goes up but misses the splash from the top rope. Wyndham then hits the lariat. Wyndham hits a drop kick that knocks Bigelow down and out. Back in, Wyndham gets the claw on. Wyndham slams Bigelow. Wyndham misses the elbow from the t- from up top. They both tumble out of the ring. Wyndham gets back in just before the 10 count to win. Magnum TA then interviews Rick Steiner. This is typical Steiner shtick. The sound cuts out at one point, but I'm sure we didn't miss anything. NWA World Tag Team Championship match. The Road Warriors hawk an animal with Paul Ellering. Versus Dusty Rhodes and Sting. This is Rhodes' last stand as he is gone shortly after this. Music dub USA to start as Rhodes and Sting come out. Ditto when the Road Warriors come out. All four brawl to start. The faces win the initial counter. Sting and Rhodes are over with the crowd. Man, do they want Sting and Rhodes to win. Hawk and Rhodes go at it. Quick tags by the faces. Hawk and Sting slug it out. 
Animal is tagged in. He military presses Sting. Sting fights back. Rhodes going at Animal's leg. Hawk in. He hits a drop kick on Rhodes. He fights back. Hawk gets a sleeper on. Rhodes fights out. Sting and Animal are tagged in. Sting hits a splash and applies the Scorpion Deathlock. Hawk and Rhodes come in. Sting hits a crossbody on Animal, but Ellering pulls Tommy Young out before he can count. Sting and Rhodes win by disqualification. Tony and Magnum talk about the last match. NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. Ric Flair with J.J. Dillon versus Lex Luger. If Flair gets disqualified, he will lose the title. Flair does his usual tricks to start. Luger hits a big clothesline. Flair walks around to compose himself. Luger has a headlock on and Jim Ross starts talking about Luger's football career. So if you're drinking at home, take a shot. Flair comes back and opens up the chop house. Luger hits a power slam. Flair begs off. Flair then bails. Luger cranks on a hammer lock. Flair gets a thumb into Luger's eye. Luger is fired up and the chops don't affect him. They go outside. Flair ran into the ring post. Back in, Flair starts fighting back. Luger hits a clothesline. A suplex gets him a two count. Flair throws Luger out. Flair slams Luger against the railing. Tommy Young warns Flair that he will disqualify him. Flair going after Luger aggressively. Luger comes back and gets a sleeper on Flair. Flair counters and goes for the figure four. Luger reverses it into an inside cradle for a two count. Flair goes up top and gets caught to no one's surprise. Luger gets the superplex for a close two count. Luger gets the figure four on. Flair gets to the ropes. Luger inadvertently nails Tommy Young. Luger hits a flying crossbody for a two count. A Luger backslide gets two. Flair pitched into the corner. Military press on Flair. Power slam on Flair. JJ gets up on the apron distracting Tommy Young. Flair rolls out and grabs a chair. Flair hits Luger's knee with the chair. Flair focuses on the leg. Flair hits a snapmare and goes back to the leg. Flair goes back up top and gets caught again, so smoke him if you got him, folks. Luger slams Flair, then collapses. Flair throws him out. Luger comes back. He presses Flair. Sunset flip by Luger gets a two count. Luger can't get Flair down. Luger goes for the torture rack. His leg buckles. Flair falls on top of him and pins Luger with his own leg on the ropes for leverage. Luger argues with referee Tommy Young after the match. Tony then talks about the last match. Jim and Bob recap the main event. They then recap the rest of the card. Magnum TA interviews Ric Flair and J.J. Dillon. Flair says it was all about survival and he is still a champion. He then says Luger will not get another title shot. Tony talks about the NWA and how Ric Flair is Mr. Starcade. Bob and Jim talk about where the NWA goes in 1989. They then talk about the next pay-per-view on February the 20th and then sign off from Norfolk. Folks, 1988 is a pivotal year in professional wrestling and setting the stage for one of my favorite years and one of the best years of professional wrestling ever, 1989. We start that next week. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. 
You can email the show at cupofjoewrestlingshow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.